0: on a deplorable bum I reside in the States but Scotland is where I'm from Sometimes I feel defeated but we will always stand tall Fighting with my family we go one we go We may And tops of bread and wine Conducting their children Throw the world into the We Where the the people need to stand firm and understand Without liberty and freedom All we have is dirt and land Holding the sword high I'll stand firmly through the pain wrong. That the lord has so given at the end of my life decision you should make I will be your servant and warrior whose soul you will take you we may fall holding the line you are me the world will be fine, the world will see The global crimes how the family will live
1: Good evening, family. How's everybody doing today? Another beautiful day. Warmed up a little tiny bit. No snow. I think oh, there's still a little bit of snow on the ground. Surprisingly, it was a little warm today, considering. But, guys, we're going to have a great conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed last night's conversation. We love uh, Dustin Nemos when he comes on, and we're going to work on uh, making it uh, at least twice a month thing going forward so he has a little bit of a schedule. We talked about that a little bit last evening. So, it's going to be pretty exciting. But tonight, um, like the first thing is just uh, keep Jeff in your prayers because uh, there's a good chance he's going to be back with us um, at the very least on Christmas, but hopefully Saturday for our brothers in a Bible. We'll start doing that again going forward. He seems to be getting better every single day, but we just got to keep on praying so he gets well enough and comes back on. And I know his big topic when he comes back is going to be about salvation, the importance of accepting Christ because we are running out of time. That being said, guys, this is Kilted Christian, episode 508. And tonight's title, after we get done with a little bit of news, is called, What is Salvation? Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We are the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of god and for those of you that i did not get a chance to say hello to in the opening god bless you and thank you so much for joining us this evening so like i said we're going to be going over a little bit of news and then the topic of the evening once we get into it is what is salvation if you were to ask my dog it means that uh we're about to put food in his bowl but we know the real meaning behind salvation so we are going to be having a great discussion about that here in just a little bit first say hello to living how you doing living
2: i'm doing pretty good how about you
1: doing pretty good it's I'm, been a great day i'm still full
2: i am too you know I, i'll tell you what if you want to come to kentucky you have to come over for dinner because joseph cooks really good just, i mean i'm I, you, you just wait a minute yeah. <laughs> you just don't you just sh- and uh he does he cooks fantastic every single meal i feel like i'm sitting in a five-star dining dining room with him and even his hamburgers are just top notch. And everybody here, Nathan can vouch. I don't know if Nathan's listening because he's watching something. But anyway, but yeah, he's a fantastic cook, and I'm I'm really looking forward to Christmas dinner because we're gonna have some good stuff coming from him.
1: I'm I'm probably just like every other guy at least in here that's like, but I could have made it better. Well, when, when I get done making food and eating it, I'm like. What can I do to make it better? better. You know, I want to make the perfect burger tonight. I Actually, put egg in it Oh, um, it was you know, to, to hold the meat together a little better. Some jalapenos. And I smashed feta. them all flat, and Cheese. then they grew into like burger burger meatballs. <laughs> like these things were huge.
2: They were grow- growing, and we did check the magnet things. So I guess we're good. Oh yeah, there was no there was no, no there magnet was stuff no, in magnet here. Stuff. I'm gonna start
1: bringing a magnet when I go to the store <laughs> just to make sure it doesn't stick to my chicken right. and beef.
2: Yeah. So it was interesting. We had a great day today. It's a beautiful day here in Kentucky. And so we just kind of, it's cool, a little chilly, but um, we had a good day.
1: But we him. did great tonight because we actually filled Nathan up I and mean, he's got like yeah. a hole. <laughs> yeah, and stomach. Either he's got a, a hole in his <laughs> foot or he's got some like vortex <laughs> his in his stomach. So like when you when he yeah. eats, it just goes somewhere goes else down. and it's like impossible to fill him up. And like, he was full. He, so a hollow was awesome. leg. Exactly. Yeah, true, yeah, hollow
2: leg, There you go. But yeah, we had a great we had a great dinner. It was a great day, and and um, Steve kusack's out there just causing some havoc out there in the old chicken coop. So kind of keeping an eye on him. He's kind of a bully. <laughs> yeah, but he's the one who's
1: keeping the dog <laughs> no, away.
2: Yeah, he is keeping that dog away that lives behind us. That's we think that that's what went after. Our, our um coop
1: yeah we've got like some awesome neighbors but we do have one neighbor that is uh questionable and i'm not going to tell you what what he's into um (laughs) but his dog is a pit bull and uh i've seen this little girl a couple times and she's always um she's always roughed up like she obviously has been in fights i don't know if she's the one who instigates it or just gets involved in it Mm -hmm. but um she always comes running over into our yard and one day it literally tried to pick the coop up and get under it. Fortunately, the, the inside coop fell over, over and scared, scared it away. It, yeah. Um, but yeah, that dog's a little worrisome. to keep over. And yeah. in Texas, we're like, or in, Texas, in Kentucky. <laughs> in Texas, it's the same thing because I had asked, you know, because in Texas, you know, if someone's dog keeps getting out and coming onto your property, you mm-hmm. can shoot it. Yeah. I mean, the last thing I want to do is shoot someone's dog. Well, um, she
2: came charging over the other day when we were all out there working in the yard and uh, Nathan and I were screaming at her to go home. I mean, she was coming full blown running and we were yelling at her and she didn't get to the line of our property. She was probably about 20 feet from it. But, yeah, And that's asking ask yeah, you well, guys, just to, you know,
1: what would you do? You know, like I yeah. said, the last thing you want to do is to kill anybody's dogs. I know that, you know, my, I'm yes. mortified if that happened to mine got out. Um. You know, but the thing is, though, is if, if they ever come charging for my dogs, um there's no question what's going to happen. I, I'm more likely not to shoot it if it comes at me than if it does for my dogs.
2: Yeah, exactly. Or my chickens. You know, I mean, we don't, we didn't, you know, do this to have a, somebody else's dog attack our, attack yeah. our stuff. And we can't even take our dogs out because we're worried about her coming over after the pup and, and, and. Pup pup, we got I know. two pups. If,
1: if anyone, someone. if anyone is gonna cook Steve Cusick up, it's gonna be <laughs> <Yes>. us. <laughs> I know. I, Steve, we aren't. And Steve Cusick will protect himself and the other chickens. You yeah. would, you would almost think Steve, Cusick was a rooster.
2: Oh yeah, I think so. No, exactly. You, I'm, I'm not, I'm not kidding you, Steve. This, this chicken is big. I mean. Talk about strutting the stuff around the coop.
1: That's because he eats the food and he makes I everyone else watch. Reek. And he's like, "Now you yeah. may eat what is left.
2: What's left you can have <laughs> over, so. I'm not going to lie, so Steve, you,
1: this is my favorite chicken. <laughs> yeah,
2: Mine's espresso, but hey, yeah. My espresso's a little one and she, she's just super sweet. She always comes up to me when I open. But when we come to the gate, they all are saying hello to us. It's well, just yeah. really cute. Yeah, they
1: are. They're all pretty friendly. Yeah. Um, Uh, espresso will come up to you and and almost let you pet her her and she'll check you out, let you pick her up. Um, I like Steve because he's my war chicken. If I'm going into battle, (laughs) we end up in this holy war. I'm bringing Steve Cusick with me. I'm going to build Steve Cusick some leather armor, some little leather chicken armor, and I'm going to make a little um, tiny little chicken sword it's gonna be awesome and I'll, I will definitely take pictures of that and I will get videos so you guys can see <laughs> well, um I believe uh if I understand correctly Steve kuzik's war cry is <laughs> something like that only more menacing
2: <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious
1: yeah <laughs> our battlecock exactly <laughs> Battlecock, yeah there you go
2: <laughs> yeah no but they're fun actually they're fun we're learning we're learning with them and you you know, learning how to take care of them. I'm reading constantly what not to feed them and what to feed them, so.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a big thing. But, you know, fortunately, we, we got the compost. Yeah, we got we, the compost. Know, there, and they, mm-hmm. they go after the little grubbies. It's, it's pretty awesome. Like and I they said, do it's... like
2: strawberry donuts. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I they, feed them strawberry apparently, donuts. Apparently, chickens like
1: strawberry donuts.
2: <laughs> they love that. They see me coming with a bag, and they, they know they're getting donuts, so. Yeah, who knew? Yeah, who knew? It's not going to hurt them. I mean, I'm worried about it. They're still alive, and it was a week ago, so I know eventually
1: good. they're gonna feed them too many donuts. They'll be like, Dope, <laughs> 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 little Homer <laughs> Simpsons chickens. Yeah, um, anyway, so we're gonna talk about a little bit of news. It's been a couple nights since we had any news. Um, we're gonna discuss a little bit before we get into our topic tonight because the world keeps turning and the news keeps coming out, and some of it's interesting, most of it you're just Shaking your head. Boy, I'm shaking my head a lot. My neck is starting to hurt because I'm just (laughs) constantly put my head to my forehead and just shaking my head back and forth. Like, are we seriously living in these times? And and we are living in these times. So um, first thing that we're going to talk about tonight is uh, remember the day when I told you I went down, but everything feels different now. This is a guy's perspective um, as to the way things have felt over the last month or so. And the reason I'm playing this is because I kind of think he's – and there are, I believe, a couple of curse words in here, so apologies ahead of time. But um, I think we all kind of, you know, this, this resonates with many of us because we can feel it, you know? Yeah. I think, you know, especially having that relationship with Christ, Christ gives us that insight, you know, and that discernment. We, we start to, to feel a change and some difference in this world. This guy expresses it pretty well, so listen to this.
3: So am I the only one that, like, Looks around, I know I'm not. The ones that know, know, you know. And say to yourself, what the fuck is going on? Like, really, what's going on here in America, around the world? What they put us through for the last four years, hardcore, and prior to that, they still put us through shit. Like, nothing seems the same. We know that. Nothing feels the same. Christmas don't feel the same. Holidays don't feel the same. Normal things, nothing feels right. Something's off. It's off. And don't you feel that something is close, but you can't put your finger on it? it's something that's going to radically change the world, like radically change things. You could feel it. You could feel it. Uh, you don't know if it's going to be a natural occurring, global cataclysmic event, a man-made cataclysmic event. Power grid going down a real pandemic. I mean, a real pandemic sweeping the world a global civil war. And we also know that certain individuals, we know this, will stop a certain somebody from being in power again. And they would, they would put the entire world in jeopardy to fulfill that. That sits in my gut hard. And I think about that constantly, like, because the they're not looking good on that side. And I believe that this is good versus evil, light versus dark. It's so obvious. You can see who's involved with the dark side. You can see who supports the dark side, who pushes the dark side's agenda. You can see who doesn't. And those people that don't get vilified, ostracized, labeled things. Don't do anything. They're accused of things while the dark side constantly does things and gets away with it it's good versus evil it's light versus dark so i know other people feel this christmas don't feel like it does not feel like it's christmas and wasn't it just halloween mm-hmm. time is going at a rapid 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 pace unlike any other time i could remember so what's really going on? Like I said, if you know, you know. There's no conspiracy because that's conspiracy theorists. That's what we're labeled: people that can see things, observe things, and then they happen. And the people that call you conspiracy theorists, they're like, oh, you know, well maybe that happened, yeah. So if you know, you know. Leave a comment. Cha
1: Yeah, he's got some good points in there. You know, I don't necessarily agree with you know some of the things or the possibilities coming, but nonetheless, it's like. I got to agree with the whole time thing too, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I it literally too. was just Halloween and, and I can just remember in January going, Oh man, I wonder how slow this year is going to go by. And this is one of the fastest years ever. Yes. I mean, just so much is happening. And I think that's what part of it is there's just so many things that are happening every day that it just consumes, you know, what we see and what we're, you know, and it just, like I said, it just puts this like weird little, I don't know, just something in time, just, just mm-hmm. speeding things up, and it's crazy. You know, um, real quick before I get into Pamela, she says, when when the time's right, Hod will provide. I don't know what it is, man, because these, <laughs> spell, these spell checks, like, aren't they supposed to spell check to something Spells that's check. actually a word? Yeah, is is there a such word as Hod? Because mine changes it to Hod and to Gid, everything but God. Mm-hmm. Um, Stupid spell check, man. It shows you how, how the evil people, the ones that are behind spell check, do.
2: Oh yeah, it does, but time is time. Just seems like it's really quick.
1: Oh yeah, no time. Time is speeding up. Speeding big up, big time. And
2: it's like I, I just asked today what day it was, and I can't believe it's Christmas is here. And
1: yeah, Christmas will be on Monday. Monday, um,
2: and I mean I don't know about you guys, but it I don't feel like it's Christmas.
1: No, it doesn't feel like Christmas. Not at
2: all. I mean we got a tree and all that kind of stuff. I just don't feel it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just five days away, um, and like I said, it just he's right. You know, like usually there's, and like I said, I always have joy, you know, whenever I think of God, but there's usually oh, yeah. just this time of the year mm-hmm. kind of sets in this like, you know, nostalgic feeling of yes. back in the day. And, and it's just, mm-hmm. everything has just been so off, but like I said, a lot of things are going on right now. Um, and I still, like I said, is I'm just more convinced than ever that things are really about to get rough because there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that, you know, if they're true, that are about to be coming out, like really 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 bad for the bad guys in this world and Mm -hmm. we'll get into some of those things tonight so the first thing you know we're going to talk about is uh so you guys have heard i'm sure that um colorado is has basically pulled trump off the ballot a judge decided that that trump could be removed from the ballot and it's because of the 14th amendment they said that he is because he led an insurrection and the thing is is we live in a country um, that is innocent until proven guilty. Trump has never been, um, he's never been to court and been found guilty of leading an insurrection, mm-hmm. nor did he, nor was there an insurrection, nor did anyone that was a you know patriot have anything to do with it. We all know how this went down. Pelosi and the rest of the gang were behind this. So everything about this is unconstitutional. It's 100% illegal, but they allowed it to go through anyways. And uh, not only did they do that, today they made sure that you couldn't even do um write-in ballots yeah so you can't even do write-ins for trump so you know i don't trust vivek um, Ramswamy, but you know he came out and he was like look if trump's not on that ballot then i'm going to withdraw from the gop um, party in colorado as well and then the gop over there said that they're going to if if this stays if the supreme court doesn't change it over they're going to go to a caucus exactly one Mm note which would allow them to decide who the uh representative, you know, for that, yeah, for the general election is going to be, um, you know, so there are people that are out there speaking up about it. And once again, I, mean, I, I honestly think that it's going to be probably a nine to zero overturn in Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Um, but now California, Maine and a couple of other states have stepped up to go pull the same thing. And in my opinion, like I can't believe that the Supreme Court wasn't on this today. This isn't one of those things that you push off because what's going to happen now is all these other states are going to try it. And then they're going to have to go through state by state by state by state in order to say this is unconstitutional this is unco-, you know so it's going to take a long time where if they had come out ahead of time and then made an example of those judges that decided that this was okay um other people would have, you think would have been more hesitant but that being said why are they doing this and that's the big question here because we know that these people we, we know that you know both sides, Um, enjoy cheating. The rhinos don't want Trump in there. They're willing to cheat. The Democrats certainly don't want Trump in there. They're willing to cheat. So here's my thing. What numbers, what, you know, because we don't trust the polls. What numbers are they seeing that they know that even if they cheat the way that they cheat, they're not going to be able to cheat enough to keep Trump from winning president, which is why they're literally in our face right now performing a color revolution right in front of our very eyes. And we know even the people that are like, well, yeah, good. Trump's off the ballot. Even those idiots know that this is unconstitutional. They're just too stupid. They think that, you know, Trump's a bigger danger than, you know, going against the Constitution is. Um, but this is, it's, it's crazy right now watching all this stuff go down. And then you got this one right here. I'm going to play this little clip for you real quick, and then I'll just talk about this. But this is uh, New- or uh, DeSantis. So if you had any questions whatsoever... As to what kind of guy is DeSantis, well, here you go. The
2: 2024 presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy saying he will remove himself from the Colorado ballot unless Trump's eligibility is restored. Would you do the same?
4: No, I think that's just playing into the left. Um, I think the case will get overturned by the Supreme Court, but I've qualified for all the ballots. I'm competing in all the states, and I'm going to accumulate the delegates necessary. That's the whole name of the game. In-
1: okay so what a piece of crap man there you go guys this okay this man is running for the presidency of the united states of america and when asked like if they don't remove trump from the ballot or if they if they remove trump from the ballot are you going to still go through or are you going to follow you know Vivek Ramaswamy's lead and he was like well pff, yeah it'll be overturned but nonetheless like i've earned my way onto that ballot this is how you play the game you know yeah. so basically this guy who was running for president has no problem mm-hmm. um, over stepping the Constitution in order to get in there. This is the equivalent of the whole controversy between should trans men play on women's teams. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, it helps me win. win. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, it's know, about him. I mean, this is like, yeah, this is disgusting. And it shows what kind of guy he is because, look, And I've even said this, I have said this over the last couple of days, because I've seen people coming up. Well, let's remove Biden from the ballots in these states. And I'm like, no, 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 we we don't play that game. We we abide by our Constitution. Well, if if you don't, what's the point of the Constitution? They're trying to change it anyway. So if you start, you know, going, okay, well, this is all right. Now you're doing the same thing that the Democrats are Mm -hmm. doing and you're giving them more precedence to not abide by the Constitution. You know, this is literally what's happening right now. And for some of these, and, and you know Haley, same thing. All these people are willing to go through and continue, you know, be part of the, uh, you know, the the primary over in Colorado, knowing mm-hmm. what just happened, knowing this was unconstitutional, and once again, yes, running for the president of the yes. United States. They should have be outraged. Yeah if, yeah, if this same thing happened to Joe Biden, is and you guys know how I feel about Joe Biden. If the same thing happened to Joe Biden, I would be outraged. Why? Because it's happened to Joe Biden? No. Yeah, I because I love him. You're right. I'll kill you. No, it's not because I love, love him. Love him? No. It's not, you know, it, it, it's purely because we stand by the Constitution. Constitution and yeah. And doesn't matter. It, who it, it is. doesn't matter who it is. Exactly. Mm-mm, I don't care if it's it my greatest enemy in the world.
2: Constitution is a constitution. Exactly.
1: And that's the thing is that we don't stand by people. We stand by God first and foremost. Mm-hmm. We stand by the rights that were given to us by our Heavenly Father. We stand by that constitution, which protects us, the citizens of this country and gives us the power that we have over those people, that think that they have mm-hmm. all the power. I mean, I'm like, this is outrageous. Yeah, I was on? really um,
2: disappointed in his statement. Can you imagine him as a president?
1: Yeah, no, and I don't no. To bite my tongue all oh, night last God. night, going, "I don't want to talk about this but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like different uh, topic. So to mm-hmm. tonight, I, I get to talk about it a little bit. Um, so it says, "Damn, we're not even going to make it to the 2024 before poop hits the fan." So state-by-state state update on efforts to remove Trump from the ballots. Um, and it's gone on and on. So it's not just Colorado. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or eight examples right here in front of me um, yep. that they're going to be pushing through with trying to do this. And that's the thing, though, is that ultimately there's multiple things that are happening here, and I'm sure I'll go over it again in a moment. But, you know, first and foremost, um, there this first one in Colorado is... Basically, their way of trying to set precedent. Yeah.
2: Well, and that's like you and I were talking about the Supreme Court should be jumping on this right now. So it doesn't continue. No, you know, get it going and get it going in the Supreme Court and, you know, and that way all these states are jumping on the bandwagon. And it's if it if they can stop it now, they should be able to. Yeah. uh, um,
1: Skin of the game because I believe Joe isn't going to make it to November. I don't believe so either. either. They're going to replace him without a doubt. But like one thing it was kind of weird, it was was a really weird segment. It was (laughs) Jesse Waters earlier. And he was like, I got a tarot reading yesterday. And I was like, whoa, yeah, okay, whoa. And then he was like, um, in my tarot reading, um, it said you're going to have a great fruitful year next year. But then he asked about politics and they said um, that something unprecedented is going to happen with the election and either Trump's going to win or there won't be an election at all.
2: That was really strange.
1: Yeah. So I'm kind of, cause we've been saying that for a while. Mm -hmm. It's like, there won't be a 2024 election. Um, But, but we are literally, I I mean, I guess at this point we can say we're, we're in the, you know, the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. and things are going to get really rough. And there's a couple other things I'm going to talk about here in a moment, which is another example as to why we need to be cautious no matter where we go, like I said, pray more than ever, get people get right with God yourself to strengthen that relationship, help up with you, find it you know we're running out of time, and there's never a wrong time to find God because God makes everything easier and makes people think a little bit better make gives them a little mm-hmm. bit more sense in, in their decision making um important thing um but like I said, is you've got things that are happening which are going to be very interesting. When you're walking out, you need to be precautious. I talked to Jeff today, right down the road from him, there was a couple of people that got shot by shotguns. You know, we're going to see more and more of this kind of stuff. They're going to create more and more distractions. The numbers of, uh, people coming over the border right now, all men, um, you know, where are they going? I'm talking like, we, we had a record breaking day of like 20,000 people in a 24 hour period. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so like I said, we're going to have to be cautious because some of these things that are coming out, are so bad for the deep state if these things are truly coming out that you can guarantee they're going to retaliate. You can guarantee, not to mention the closer we get to that election. The um, worse it's going to get. Because what do they know? We're seeing poll numbers right now. that Every poll that I'm seeing has Trump up on Biden by at least 4%. And I believe it's way, way more than that. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, though, is that they know that they know at the very least that they can't lie and say well biden's ahead because people are going to be like no that's not true true yeah um you know so they mess they mess with the numbers a little bit lower when we know it's a whole lot higher and and we've seen this thing just like with this thing in colorado that i was just talking about every single thing that they've done to go after trump mm-hmm. has completely backfired his mugshot ended up making him like more popular more, more yeah, yeah, in the in, in the, the hood. urban areas, yeah. Hood. Um yeah. this right here, the there's even going to be democrats here that are, that are fair-minded like mm-hmm. we are that are like, look, it's unconstitutional. I don't care how much I hate Trump, what you guys are doing is not right. This is this yeah. all this is going to do is build Trump's um favor.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can see that. It, well, it is. It's building, you already hear people even from the democratic side that are like this isn't this isn't right. So, um
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. It,
2: it really it really isn't. I mean, he has the right to be on that ballot. And so, you know, I don't think he was ever charged with insurrection on J6. But, you know, so.
1: Well, no, and that's the thing, too, is that so, apparently uh, Supreme mm-hmm. Court is going to be um, possibly um, overturning a majority of the J6 cases, including so what's tell you? Trump's. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean. You can't
2: charge him for something that he wasn't, you know, liable for.
1: No, they're, they're, running, they're running up it's like a clock right now. And that's the thing is that. We They're all just know trying
2: what, to find something that's going to stick.
1: Yeah, we all know what happens when you back a wolf in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got uh, right here. This is prophecy for Catholic leadership, and I always like this guy right here. This is Brian Gibson. We had him mm-hmm. on our show multiple times, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we
1: had a, this is Pastor Brian Gibson. Pastor he, Brian, yeah, yeah, he, Gibson. He he's, owns a church. He's a, in the chat. What's that?
2: We had him on in Patriot, right?
1: Yeah, he was in Patriot Transition boys. Yeah. So now twins twinsies be in the
2: Yeah, Twinsy's in the chat.
1: Yeah, we've we hey, we seen him a couple of times too in some of the events that uh, Steve and I went to. He's a super mm-hmm. awesome guy. I actually love him. He's one of my favorite pastors. Um, I believe he owns a church in Texas. I think he owns one either in Tennessee or Kentucky. I think it's West Kentucky, but this guy is awesome. So I'm going to let you listen to what he's saying right now. This is Prophecy for Catholic Leadership. Hear the word of the Lord.
5: I'm on a prayer walk around Owensboro, Kentucky. Now hear the Spirit of God speaking to the Catholic Church and the leadership of the Catholic Church. The Spirit of God says you bowed your knee to the spirit of the age and the spirit of Sodom. You've ignored my breath and my life and my word. So I, the Lord, will come and I'll remove the breath from many of you. You leaders, my hand will come. Death is coming to you. I command you to repent. You perverted my church. You brought a perversity. And a wickedness. And a foul thing to my people. And so God says now, I'll come and I'll begin to remove your lampstand. Many of you will expire in front of your congregation, saith God. Those of you that are partnered with this foul thing. This unclean thing. I give you 72 hours to repent. You have 72 hours to repent. Or the Spirit of God will come and do His work. I also see faithful bishops and leaders who've hated the perversity. You've hated the foulness. You've hated what they've done to what I, I've called to myself. And so I'm coming and I'm helping you. I'm pouring oil on the wounds they've made in your body and in your ministry. They've removed you. They put you to parishes that have no influence, have no voice. They put you in places, dark places, country places. You feel like you've been placed on a shelf. But now, the Lord, I'm coming to speak to you. And I'm bringing you new plans, says God. I'm bringing you help from heaven, says God. I'm pouring my spirit upon you, Now I'm bringing you into the truth of my word. I will help you, and I will be with you. Be faithful, man of God. Prophesy, and I'll confirm the word with signs and wonders following.
1: Yeah, he is awesome. One he just, is.
5: I'll
1: tell you, that's one thing. Steve is just amazing. He's like, he's like you know how I want to get someone on the show, and, and he mm-hmm. always did, and uh um pastor brian gibson was probably one of my favorite guests because we had multiple pastors on greg Locke on multiple times or whatever and of all the ones that we had on the one that i never you know that that never made me go well, okay wait a minute you know yeah no he was great yeah he he, he was just a sincere mm-hmm. truly loving person and uh if you guys get a chance i know he's on uh twitter and i think telegram as well and like i said his name is brian gibson and definitely give him a follow like i said he is he's a legit preacher and he is worried about people's salvation right now and is doing his thing. He doesn't waver at all. Um, especially during the uh the the lockdowns. He he stood his line and held his churches open. So good for him.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: So this is interesting too. So um uh contractors caught moving miners through Valley International Airport at 3 a.m. They were confronted by federal contractors escorting miners to the Valley International Airport. I um, mean, they tried to block the cameras of the journalists and the people that were trying to film this. And uh, this is all because of what's coming over the border right now. there um, are airports everywhere you were saying something earlier.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, the airports right now are they're they're letting them go. They're giving them special lines. They're not going through security um, is what I've read. And so they opened up special lines, and the people that were, you know, booked like myself, if I was flying, they were making us the people; those people wait, and they were pushing all the illegals through, and they weren't—they weren't even um, doing them through security. Yeah, that's some of the footage that I—I I found today.
1: I know, and this Just is all, sad, yeah, boy. It's all because of this immigration is coming through. Um, you know, Matt Gates, Representative Matt Gates, said. Uh, shut down the border or shut down the government and, absolutely you know, and i agree with that yeah 100
2: and it really upsets me because you know you're you're booking a ticket for you know i mean tickets to fly are really expensive and stuff like that and these people are flying for free so and phoenix yeah. airport is where i i fly in and out of and it's a beautiful airport but boy i'd be pissed if i was there and they just walked them through i'd have thrown a fit i know
1: which I gotten kicked out. Yeah, but, exactly. Which brings but, us to our next segment, <sighs> travel advice from Kilted Christian <sighs> guys If you guys want to do some traveling around this year, especially in the United yeah. States of America I recommend going to Mexico and walking your butt in through our border because not only will you get a free ticket to wherever you want in This country you will get a four, $4 or five thousand dollar card to spend <laughs> anywhere you and want a and a hotel of yeah. your choice there Can you go.
2: believe that? I mean They probably wouldn't let us in they probably wouldn't let us now, in. What did
1: I tell you earlier? All you need to say is "No habla <laughs> español." Spanish <laughs> or "No <laughs> habla inglés." There we go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they definitely won't let you in. They'll be like, "Who's this Scott guy?" Be like, I'm, I'm from Mexico. I'll be like, dude, <laughs>
1: dude, yeah, you are not from Mexico. <laughs> yeah. A, you're in a kill, and B, yeah. you are whiter than snow. <laughs> exactly, babe. Oh my god! I'd
2: be like, I don't know him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you kind
2: of really sink us. well we'll be stuck in can in Canada or Mexico <laughs>
1: i just wanted a free trip to the art yeah,
2: just to the art
1: the kilted potato <laughs> <Two>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's hilarious
1: so yeah there's my there's my free travel advice for all of you guys like i said you <laughs> just... you you get a free ticket you get money and a hotel stay I mean, <laughs> To
2: Mary, she just learned where's the bathroom <laughs> is that your spanglish
1: oh, something baño
2: <laughs> no you know i'm i don't I don't speak Spanish.
1: <laughs> I learned uh, I, I did not. I think I learned to. where's the bathroom on uh, <laughs> Um, Encine, I, Encino Man years and years ago. <laughs> I can't remember what it I is. I thought though. you were
2: going to say somebody like Homer Simpson. No, it was
1: Encino Man. <laughs> he, Donde esta el baño? Thank you, Wade. <laughs> Wow,
2: that's bad. I know. Oh, I know with a little bit of a Scottish
1: uh, Donde esta el baño? If, if,
2: if uh, Joseph and I ever say we're traveling, please keep your phones on because we might need help.
1: Yeah. Wait, Spanish. I'm going to call you. you be like, hey, man, we ended up in Mexico. I don't know how, but uh, I need to know where the bathroom is. <laughs>
2: what do we say? Oh, my God, that's bad. I Uh,
1: how many would be able to interpret heavy scott or welsh not many (laughs) many. and then if you add heavy drunk (laughs) scott or welsh it gets even more difficult to translate although i'm your guy if you ever end up in scotland you go to a pub in the mountains (laughs) in the highlands and you know where to go man i I will translate for you exactly Um, so good lord this is interesting stuff too been reading a little bit up on this today so in 1860 Ten Democrat states kept Lincoln off the ballot. This is the last yes. time this has ever happened. Um, it happened right before the Civil War. Apparently, mm. they didn't want this coming about. You nope. know, the, the slave owners were like, no, we got to get rid of this guy. Is so, he
2: Trump related? <laughs>
1: is that, I, don't, I don't. I don't think he is. Matter yeah. of fact, um, if I remember correctly, like Trump was one of the only people that was a president that wasn't wasn't like directly related to a Rothschild yeah. or a something. Yeah, a Rockefeller, mm-hmm. a Peissur. Um, but it's interesting because it goes all the way back to literally a guy. matter of fact, you know, you talk to people today and I can't I the same conversation. it always goes the same way. I'm like, uh you do realize that uh Lincoln was the one that started the GOP that started the you know the Republican um, party. Oh no, he wasn't well that was, you no know, well, that was before when, when they were Democrats and, and over the years the the two parties just switched. it always goes to that same thing. The parties just switched and then mm-hmm. I run to the next one it's like, okay. Then if that's the case, then why did it take until 1993 for the Democrats oh. to get their first black female senator? <laughs> hmm? You don't have an answer for that one, do you? Well, it's because the party's changed in 1994. Yeah. That's why. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's always the same thing. And it's crazy you still get into the arguments with the people saying that the parties <laughs> changed. changed. It's like, man. It would have been easier for that to happen today because of the internet. We mm-hmm. would be like, all right, guys, we are changing parties. Oh. So now you are now Democrats and you are now Republicans. But back in the day, like, yeah. how would you even make no. that possible? You know, you don't have enough flyers in the world being passed around on ponies. God, can you free.
2: imagine if we didn't have all this right now, what they would really be getting away with? Yeah. I mean, think about that. Newspapers only go so far.
1: No, exactly. That's you the know? thing. That's the thing, dude. Is it? You know, and then how many people had access to newspapers at that time? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. most people were living out of the little cities. Yeah. Um, or they couldn't afford the paper, you know, that one penny. They're like, mm-hmm. man, I need that penny for, for macaroni and cheese Jeez, and, and house bills and water.
2: You no, know, what was it? It was um, what they used to do. Like, was it chip beef on toast or something? Mm. <laughs> hey, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> and tomorrow night's <laughs> meal. Chipped beef on toast. <laughs> yeah. You remember that, Suski? My mom used to make that. So did my my friend Judy. She used to make killer chip beef on toast.
1: Oh yeah. And it's cheap. Wait until we have our Christmas haggis. <laughs> it's going to be awesome, guys. Yeah. Come over and have the Christmas Shit haggis. on
2: a shingle. That's it. That's it, Truth. That's what we used to call it. <laughs> The SOS. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a good one. How funny is that? Yes, chip haggis on toast. <laughs> haggis. There we go. And that will be followed by our black pudding <laughs> on eggs. Oh my, oh, my God. We got to do that. That would be fun to do. No, I no, want to no. I want to make sure my mom eats a chip beef on toast. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that I can do. Yeah. She was like, I will never eat haggis again. <laughs> um, so then we have this one right here. I'm going to play this little clip, too. So I'll just play the clip and we'll talk about it. I don't want to spoil it.
4: We're here outside the uh, federal courthouse here in lower Manhattan, and this is where Judge Loretta Preska has ordered that January 1st release date of more than 170 names associated with a civil lawsuit that was settled uh, some time ago here. Uh, But many of those names that will be released are Jeffrey Epstein's close friends, associates, and some of his victims. Now, the judge is also allowing those individuals uh, who would like to keep their names concealed or redacted uh, to file an appeal to make their case before the release of those names in less than two weeks. Now, many of those names that will come out certainly are known and notable, including uh, former presidents, but they are all part of a now-settled civil lawsuit against Ghislaine Maxwell brought by Virginia Giuffre. Now, Dufrey accused Maxwell of helping Epstein abuse her by arranging travel plans, along with setting up meeting times and places around the world to facilitate her sexual abuse. Maxwell is now serving 20 years in a federal prison.
1: So, yeah, I'm going to comment on a couple of the comments that you guys made before I even talk about this. You know, so, for you know, off kilter, um, Matt says, coincidence timing with Colorado taking Trump off the ballots. And mm-hmm. I agree yes. um, this. This took the wind out of a lot of things that were being talked about right now. This being one of them. And keep in mind, he said January 1st. Mm-hmm so this is like right around the corner and this is why i just i'm hoping and praying that you know it it doesn't get real crazy over on the christmas the christmas day and and, and days around because trust me this is one of those things um that's gonna just blow up Mm -hmm. and it's not gonna be pretty and this this is one of those things like this is like we need a nine eleven type of, of situation to distract the people kind of instance, mm-hmm. you know, cause they don't need his names getting out. Then I'm going to go to Suski says appeal my arse. Um, agreed there too. Like what, how crazy is it? Like, well, if you don't want your name released, just file a petition and appeal and we'll listen to what you have to say. Yeah. No, you know, it's Those like, Oh, kind of you don't want to know. You don't want people to know that you raped kids. Yes. Okay. We will keep yeah. your name quiet. Like, Oh, well, we'll spread it. Yeah. To me, that was the, the <laughs> sketchy part. Yeah. Um, you know, was it last photo of that Ramsey girl with Maxwell's? Um, And, you know, MSM liar says that. And and you're right because there was the, uh, the, uh, the this was the Scotland Yard drew mm-hmm. some some photos of the people that were seen near the little girl. Yeah, um, no, it wasn't Ramsey. It, the yeah, but with Ramsey too. But this was, I'm talking about the little girl um, overseas. Oh, oh. They had the Podesta brothers that were also in that thing. So oh. they, they always managed to pop up right around these kids that end up going missing. Isn't that a coincidence? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I asked myself, we talked about this right before the show, what happened to Ghislaine Maxwell? That, mm-hmm. that really got quiet. You know, you got to wonder, did it get quiet because she's part of this and the naming of the names and so forth? Um, just, here's the thing is, we know that they're retaliating against Trump right now, but don't think that Trump's not the kind of guy who's going to do his as much legal retaliation as he possibly can with the people that are still... In our government mm-hmm. that are Trump loyalists, um, this thing's going to be crazy. And he even said that there were uh, former presidents' names yes. that were in these 170 that are going to get released. And then I asked, well, why not release all the names? Yeah, why,
2: I don't get that 170. Why not just put them all out there and, yeah. or, and arrest them all? They should be arrested for what they've done. I mean, if it was somebody, you know, if anyone who's messing with a kid should be in jail or yeah. castrated yeah sorry that's how i feel
1: well no i i agree 100 percent. and um you know it's just this is why i just am very uneasy about mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. in in this next short period of time between now you know it's two weeks away yes roughly yeah um between now and the first um what are they going to do to distract you from this? Cause like I said, they're going to need something big. This isn't well, going to take down
2: the internet. Like, it, remember we were talking oh, about Yeah. That. Like
1: the internet this is going to be something huge. Yeah. This can't be like, Oh, so-and-so die. We have another state mm-hmm. funeral. Like this is going to be like blackout or nine eleven type situation, or, um, you know, trying to create a civil war. Now this is part of the reason that they did this whole Colorado thing. Don't don't, don't put anything past them. Mm-mm. Is there, hoping to um start creating a little bit of a uh, mischief on the patriot sides who were just absolutely worn out and tired of all this bs going on in order to create a civil war in mm-hmm. order to stop trust me they will do anything in the world to, to get stop us, these elections yeah. and i'm not doing this to scare you guys i'm doing this to tell you to pray, pray yeah. pray well
2: because right now everybody's distracted with the holidays yeah and so, you know, that's, you know, one thing. And also if they take down the internet and all social media and, you know, and stuff like that, how are we going to get together to, you know, go hang out,
1: oh, <laughs> shall we say? I scared off kilter. I'm sorry, off kilter. I didn't mean to scare oh, you. Oh, God. But I do remember the long, dark winter and Christmas, Christmas to never forget yeah. the Kim Clement, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You know, and I'm still waiting for that dark winter that Joe Biden's been hitting at.
2: Yeah. But it is, I mean, if they take down the internet, all of our communications are gone. And that's yeah. how they stop the, they, that's how they stop the information.
1: Yeah, Suski, you're right. Everybody will be thinking they're hearing fireworks and celebratory gunshots, and it's really just outright chaos. Um, this guy, you know, like I said, we wouldn't say in this, there's no reason to fear. Just be prepared, um, and you'll be fine. Matter of fact, Jeff and I had the conversation earlier. He's like a... Yep, I'm going to start carrying my shotgun. I'm like, maybe I need to buy one. He goes, you don't want a shotgun? He goes, you need to get number four 12-gauge um, um, rounds. You know the, I guess they're really good for home protection because they spread. He goes, when you come to my house, I'll show you why. So I guess we're going to go take care of some commie demons. That was what the, I saw the conversation ended anyways. Yeah, I'm carrying my chainsaw too. You know what you need to start doing, man? Get a really long plug off kilter and just carry your laser imprinter around with you. Have your own little version of a laser gun. That'd be really awesome because oh, yeah, they yes. haven't. Inc- I'm still waiting for my lightsaber, man. You know, well, that'd be my go-to. Be like, <laughs> I'm going to grab my my M4. I'm like, I'm grabbing the lightsaber.
2: Yeah. Hey, Ms. That's true. We do have to do that. What's I agree that? with you 100. percent What's that? You just had your right there. Okay. We do have to do that. Yeah we should do we meet
1: up with the aa guys um, yeah we need a spot in case it does go down mm-hmm. yeah exactly we we everybody needs to you know like i said it's better to have a game plan and never have to use it than to not have it you know it's kind of like guns you know what i'm saying like you know i'd much rather have one and never need it than need one and not have it you know it's one of those those things and sadly we're getting to that crazy world um i'm going to be talking to uh to, uh, Matt and have and be like guys can you can you uh, imprint some scripture on my 45 and my nines because that would be awesome
2: <laughs> and another thing is to you know I know it's hard to find because Josephus had a hard time finding it but you should have a map at your house or yeah, in
1: your yeah yeah because
2: if communications go down you ain't gonna be able to hit up your phone and say hey Siri um, where's yeah. how where's do MS I get Slider's to house?
1: independent
2: yeah. <laughs> so make sure that you grab a map
1: yeah, and I had to um, order mine from eBay, and I don't know if it was, I, I think it was in one of the boxes that didn't make it, so I'm going to mm-hmm. have to order a new one, but nonetheless, like, eBay is where I ended up locating, mm-hmm. Amazon, but they don't sell them, you know, as, like, mats, It, it they sell them as, like, collector's yeah, items. Yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. Well, either that or screenshot where you're, what is closest to you, and you'll have, well, you'll be able to open your phone still, right? Because it's still going to have power. If well, you screenshot, you're, you're, you'll be able to
1: see your yeah, photos. Yeah, exactly. The only thing that, yeah, yeah your phone will, be, will still, well, unless there's an EMP. Yeah, true. But I mean, and if there's boring. just like downed internet, and you can't use and call people. You'll still have what's in your phone. So.
2: <laughs> well, we have a roadmap. MS Lyer says he's a roadmap to
1: Kentucky. No, so like, no, he is a roadmap to Kentucky. <laughs> so he's like, good. well, you can get there this way, but if you go this way, or if you're on my jeep, you can go yeah, this, this way.
2: way yeah. <laughs> so hey, Matt, we got a map. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just head on over.
1: I know, Matt Matt, you remember how to get to our house, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If you know how to get to our house, you're all
1: good. Exactly. And I think we are I think we are. Um, Ms. Luba, I think we are in the place where we would need to be for the SHTF moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're just because there's even little, little tiny cities in between us and the big cities, you know what I'm saying? So they're yeah. they're like, I don't want to waste my time going to that little place. There's only twenty eight hundred people, I'd be wasting my time. And I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah.
2: It's just be prepared. And you like, never know.
1: And now we know the roads too. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. We they, know the roads too. We know That's them it. well. Yeah. We know what trees to hide in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we even found a, we even found on the, the hilly part. I'm not going to say where, but we, I was, we were driving and I'm on, did you see that door opening that goes right into the little hill, remember down the road? Mm-hmm and so we even there might be a bunker in there I know. we don't know but I think I it's probably go, a wine cellar. yeah probably but. but it's so weird it's just a it's just a door and this it and it's all hills right there
1: yeah it is like a little yeah. little hobbit house like i said it's yeah. just a hill with a door yeah you know, but the funny part is when we went over there and it was literally just a door that somebody threw on the ground.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then it stood up against the, <laughs> exactly. against the hill right there.
1: We'd be like, feeling like dummies. Yeah, exactly. I just like, oh, <laughs> it was just a door laying in the grass on the hill.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So this Mushroom is- Mushroom mines. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, then that'd be interesting.
1: So this is kind of sad right here. Um. You know, we're seeing more and more of this and You know, if there's never look, this is the stuff we need to keep on spreading because, you know, they're going to come at us again with some fake pandemic and they're going to encourage us to take the real poison, you know, in the term of a vaccination. But I'm seeing so many of these things and these are the things that we need to hold on to and push out Mm -hmm. because there's still people that are skeptical, but there's no better testimony than the Democrat people that were so pro vaccination that are now like, crap, what did I do? But it's still sad, the story. So this lady was like, being Vax injured is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. I am two weeks shy of being injured for two years. I have had the worst, um, one of the worst weeks thus far since the injury, um, since she was on her deathbed last year. She's backslid from being 60% functional, which is the best she's been since she, she, you know, two years ago, and now progressing to now being to 30% functional. One of the newest symptoms, and this is crazy, that have suddenly started to occur. And I want you to listen to this and think about the movie that we talked about mm-hmm. um, a couple of weeks day. ago yeah. called uh, Leave the World Behind. Yeah. She says one of the newest symptoms that has suddenly started to occur frequently that hasn't been a problem yet is mouth ulcers, sore, bleeding, and inflamed gums with teeth that feel sore and loose like they're ready to fall out.
2: Oh, wow. That was in.
1: And that was in leave the world mm-hmm. behind. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, she says, have any of you injured, had any issues with new sudden onset mouth ulcers and what else I've described? Um, crazy. She says my knee have died three times, but now she's getting better. Wow. See, that's the, that's the crazy thing about this is like they'll try to convince you that it's anything but what it is. And, that's the whole thing is you got to figure out what it is. You know, you got to know what poison some- is in someone's body before you can give them the antidote to remove the poison, you know? So the- when they turn their heads and they're like, Oh man, it's anything but the vaccination. Um They're doing such a disservice and it's just making things worse. And I mean, I hope these people are held accountable right here today. Yes. Um, But at the very least they're going to be held accountable by God and God's not going to be happy about this. I don't care if you're just, A nurse who just was doing her job or doing what she was told you're still going to be held accountable because you're murdering people and you know and and the thing is is like i'm sure god would have looked at things differently if you were just completely ignorant you would never heard anybody say look these vaccines are dangerous yeah but in this time period there's absolutely no way at some point that you haven't heard that from somebody some doctor telling you how dangerous these vaccinations were and the poisons in them and repercussions that come from the myocarditis and all these other um symptoms that are Mm -hmm. coming from this there's no way and if you're at the the moment that you say that you're just a conspiracy theorist that's not true you are now held accountable by god Mm -hmm. because you should have taken your time done a little bit of research and that's the thing is because if if someone makes you question are you killing people by giving them these things you don't just go no i believe my doctor You do a little digging, because now you are part of the system. System. You are murdered.
2: Yes. Yep. I agree with you. There's also that new um, thing that they say are coming out that's attacking the children, and uh, so I've been kind of looking for information on that. um, Their lungs and stuff. So. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, that yeah that. um, Ammonia. White lungs. Yeah, white lungs. Thank you, Pamela. Um, so it was another thing that we were talking about as well. Um, you guys remember when uh, Xi Jinping came to California and they cleaned up all those areas and oh. people are like, whoa, what do they do with the homeless? And we thought that they just moved them down the road somewhere. So apparently there are two women that are going around to all these different areas um, where Xi Jinping was and that huge surrounding area looking for yeah. the homeless people. Yes, And they couldn't find but one. And they were out at nighttime when when they're generally roaming around looking for food and stuff like that. They, they know the routine. Anyone that lives in a city knows the routine. And she says they're just gone. Mm-hmm. And they pointed to an article. that She sent us an article. Yeah, she sent us an article. Um, that, yeah, we got yeah, it in we, here. Sent,
2: yeah, she sent us an article. And <clears throat> shout out to Dina for sending me this information. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, so and it goes along with something we've literally talked about here before. Liquefying people liquefying dead people fed to the living in America. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to think that that's what happened to all these homeless people that are just MIA since uh, Xi Jinping came,
0: mm-hmm. is
1: that they weren't just removed, that they were like killed and yeah. and liquefied. And we talked about the soylent green. Exactly, terrible yeah. We talked about this in Truth Patriot. We we mentioned this um, a while back when it first started being discussed that it was taking place in Wisconsin, except they weren't feeding into people. They were basically. Turning people into a liquid goo and dumping it into the drains. Oh gosh,
2: yeah, that's <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty that's pretty sickening right there. We do have the video. I could probably I could post it on. Kill yeah, Dead. we'll
1: definitely we should post that one on. on yeah, Kill because Patricia they're a- sure. they're
2: asking this this homeless person the the first homeless person they found in two hours, and he he was telling them that he doesn't know where they went. Yeah, it's really that, and that was up when. Yeah, that's pretty sad, really sad.
1: No, it's super sad.
2: No, we got, yeah, and it's coming, happening all over, all over the place. Just
1: not. Yeah, it's not now. just there. That's the most, uh, yeah, exactly true picture. They're putting in McDonald's food.
2: Yep. Yeah. I Wouldn't put it past them.
1: I know, I'll kill, th- I haven't eaten McDonald's in a long time. The first time that I ever heard that story, I'm like, as if knowing that I was eating poison wasn't bad enough, like now I think I'm eating human, forget that. I'm not even going to take the chance. Never went back to McDonald's. I won't eat their ice cream wouldn't even drink a Pepsi or a tea because they're probably sprinkling that in there too. Mm -hmm. Not that we should eat McDonald's anyways. It's literally what's killing you. Um, So then we got, uh, they're saying that it's going to take 31 days more to get supplies, oil, gas and stuff like this because the truckers are going to be striking a little bit, but also the Red Sea is Uh now cut off completely. So they're going to have to start going around. So we're going to be dealing with that. The economy fell for the first time in weeks. Oh, yeah. um, Like 400, almost 500 points today.
2: Oh, remember we were talking about them pumping it up? Yeah, exactly. The last thing you showed me, it was like pretty high.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. It was uh, getting close to Mm 38,000. And now it dropped down Mm -hmm. to like low 37. So today was a huge, huge drop. Um, Now you've got uh, the... Congress or senators starting, they're all starting to turn on each other because <laughs> yeah, they know what's sure. coming. Um, and they're, they're going to be throwing each other under the bus more and more and more. Matter of fact, one of them was interviewed today talking about um, Biden's poll numbers and everything like that. And, and he literally mm-hmm. called Biden the fake president. Yeah. Like yeah. on That's the right interview. Yeah. I was right kind of like a little shocked about that. Um, but this one right here got this little bit right here, just uh, another thing, just throwing everyone under the bus.
3: Who else in Congress is committing fraud? They're all frauds. Name if you him. if you if you were to name if you him. were to put me name him. if you were to put them all name under him. the same scrutiny I was put under you'd name fucking him. vacate the whole goddamn building. Can I name them and you just wink if I <laughs> can?
2: Marjorie Taylor Greene. No. Kevin McCarthy. Yes. Lindsey Graham. Yes. Matt Gates.
1: No. Bob Menendez. Absolutely Goldbar Menendez. Dan Goldman. He doesn't pay his rent. Dan good. Dan. Dan is
3: owing $180,000 worth of rent right now on his $45,000 monthly rent, which is what most Americans f- make a year. You let that sh- sink in. I believe him. Oh, yeah. I know he's lied in the past, but when you're trapped in cornered like that and you have nothing to lose, why lie?
1: Yeah, you're going to see more and more of these people turning on one another um, as the time goes forward. Everyone's going to start panicking. They're going to get themselves out of any trouble that they're in. Um, Yeah. So this right here, graphic warning. This is just really hilarious. Um, This guy did not hold back. So there's a show called um, Whatever. And often on this show, for the most part, they have like strippers or um, adult only fans on one side. And then the Christians and the conservatives on the other side kind of having a back and forth. And it's actually a pretty entertaining thing. Um, Watching these people get called out and then watching the stupidity of what comes out of the other side's mouth But this guy right here did not hold back and he was kind of dead on listen to this and once again warning for graphic
4: A lot of things will be hard for you to comprehend. That's why you're in sex work because you can't offer value in the marketplace What the? (laughs) Don't worry. I'm not really talking to you. I'm speaking against you as a symbol
2: a symbol of what
4: a symbol of a declining society where people lack values Mm -hmm. So the point is this If you had IQ and skills Mm -hmm. to offer to the marketplace, you can earn a good income. Being that the most valuable thing about you is something that you never earned. You didn't earn knowledge, you didn't earn skills. It's your breasts that you paid for and your butthole. So you market that to earn money, which is to say if I took your brain and placed your brain into a man's body, you would be impoverished. I'm just
2: good for nothing. Yep. You can't.
0: No,
4: you are good for something. That's why you have only fans. And that's my point. Is that, you're that's what you're good now. for. Now, guys, bro. Absolutely did not miss. I've
5: said this once. I'll say it again. We need to stop calling these only fans models, models. They're not models. They're digital prostitutes working the proverbial street corner. That is what they are. But also, too, I'll take it a step further. Oftentimes we blame all of these women for making OnlyFans, but we don't blame the men who incentivize them to create an account in the first place. If men didn't give in to this degeneracy, there would be no market, there would be no demand, and these women would have no career. There is no glory in it. There is no value in it. It is simply wrong, absolutely disgusting, and good for him for standing on business.
1: And this guy's right 100% too. And, uh, you know, once again, that brings us back to the Jeffrey Epstein stuff and the, and the Glades Maxwell. How What good is someone who is selling an item if there aren't people out there creating a demand for the item? And we are watching this with Ghislaine. They arrested her, but then they never talked about the Johns. You know what I'm saying? We want to know who those Johns are because these Johns are some pretty high-ranked people. Ghislaine Maxwell would not have ended up in prison um, for trafficking and selling people if there wasn't a demand and people out there buying these people um, you know, so like he was just saying, we, we can't just go after to the women. We need to go after to the men too, because you know, there is no need for anything without a demand for it. And when people are putting their money and paying for a product, they're creating a demand for it. So if you're going to stop everything, you can't just stop the drug dealers. You can't stop the porn distributors. You can't stop the, the human traffickers because they're going to be replaced with another one. You need to destroy the incentive, the, the ones creating demand for it. You remove that, then they have no reason to be a drug addict, a uh, human trafficker, or anything like that. So you, you got to fix the whole problem, not part of it. And I'm just astonished that more people, especially in our Congress and Senate, haven't been on this since the very beginning. But we all know why, because most of their names are on that list. Oh, yeah. Um, so
2: That's I'm going to. That's exactly why.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to cut with the news this evening. There's a whole lot more, but we'll get back to it. Um, matter of fact, John and I will be on tomorrow evening for MSM Live Thursday discussing all this stuff right here. But in the meantime, we need to get to the most important topic ever, God and salvation, the important salvation. Like you said, when, when you know, we're going to cover this briefly tonight, um, but when uh, Jeff comes back, he's going to be on a roll. He said, you know, some people may hate me, but... I need to say what I need to say, you know, we're running out of time and there's a time to be nice when you're talking about the, you know, the word and Christianity and scripture and God, but sometimes you got to be harsh. You got to be bold. You got to be straight up and upfront because, uh, you know, people are running out of time. You know, God promises today. He didn't promise us tomorrow. We know we're going to be taken to heaven. We don't know when that time is, whether it's because we leave this earth by death or because we're raptured. We don't know. So there's no better time to find God and accept him into your heart than today. And the importance of salvation is getting uh, closer and closer to a time every day where you're not going to be able to find it. You're going to be out of time, you know? So this is the key is that, you know, as a Christian, um, you know, we don't, the last thing you want to do is be forceful on people because sometimes being forceful about your beliefs makes other people run away. But at this point. You know, you're kind of many people's last chance because we don't know when this is. We're watching prophecy unfold right in front of our eyes. We need to be prepared. So what the Bible teaches us about salvation? So salvation is needed because humans are depraved. Salvation is the great work of God is Jonah 2:9, in which he forgives sin and gives eternal life to a believing sinner as a free gift of his grace. This is Ephesians two eight through nine. Forgiveness is needed. Because all people are born sinners, showing their sin and their nature soon after birth. You can find this in multiple things from Genesis to Romans. Um, new life is needed because all people are born spiritually dead, separated from God. This is Romans five twelve, Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. Having a sin nature and being spiritually dead results in people being totally depraved, meaning that they are unable to please God by the good deeds that they may achieve. You can find this one in Isaiah. Um, You can find this in Corinthians, Galatians, and many others. So the sinner is under the just condemnation of God, who is perfect in his holiness, purity, and righteousness, Ezra 9.15, and must judge sin. So what is sin? Sin is any lack of conformity to the holy character of God. This is Romans 3.23 the sin nature is expressed in the selfish thoughts and the actions rebellion against the will and plan of our heavenly father god the creature expressing its will over the will of the creator is sin because the creator has the right of the authority over his creation for his own will to be done this is isaiah 14 12 through 15 and then romans 1 18 to 32 8 5 through 8 and 9 19 through 21 So sin has a penalty. So God loves all people and desires them to be with him. But he cannot tolerate sin and sinners in his presence because of his holiness and his righteousness. So he must condemn and judge sin. The penalty for sin is death, both physical and spiritual death. And you can find this in Genesis 2, 16 to 17, um, Ezekiel 18, 4, and then Romans 6, 23. So physical death is separation from life in this world spiritual death is separation from god so sinners are unable to die for their sins and live and are unable to make themselves acceptable to god by any works of righteousness so god's righteous justice must be satisfied another way motivated by love mercy and grace god devised a plan to pay the price himself in order to save and make people right before him and welcome in his presence which is the reason that Jesus Christ came to this earth, lived, taught, and then died on that cross for our own sacrifice so that we had that chance of salvation. Because other than that, we'd be doomed. Especially because, I mean, even as Christians, you find days where you slip up and you sin. So imagine being a non-Christian. You know, how many things you're sinning without even realizing you're sinning. We would all be damned. and, And Christ was the only way and the only answer that we had to find that salvation and, and find our way in heaven at some point with that eternal life. So the work of Christ was to accomplish his plan. God sent his son to be joined to humankind. Um, this occurred in the virgin birth of Jesus Christ conceived by the Holy Spirit. You can find that in Matthew one twenty through 23. The plan included Jesus, the Christ, dying by crucifixion as a substitute for all sinners as he died on that cross he died for every one of us and our sins with him jesus had no sin of his own but permitted all sins to be placed upon himself you can find that in second corinthians 5 21 and first peter 2 21 through 24. he evidenced being separated from god in the words why have you forsaken me spoken from the cross you can find that in matthew 27 46. His words, "It is finished," declared the payment to be completed. Um, you can find that in John nineteen thirty. Um, his resurrection from the dead three, or excuse me, his resurrection from the dead three days later proved that the sin and death had been conquered. The price was fully paid for us. Um, you can find that in Romans four twenty five and First Corinthians fifteen three through five and then twenty through twenty three. His separation from God and death. And the shedding of his blood paid the redemption price, Ephesians one seven, fully satisfying God's righteous justice and providing the basis for sinners to be reconciled to God. His death rendered God um, prosperous, or it's gonna be prosperous um, or free to extend his mercy. And like I said, is even God knew he put his son down here and saw there's like we're just sinners in nature it's going to happen and you can just thank the Lord. And, you know, I don't, it, it's, it baffles me that there's still people that, that believe differently, but this world has created this division and this concept and really started putting, uh, Christianity down and basically, you know, or, or making it seem like it's an embarrassing thing to talk about. And I see that, you know, within schools and stuff or people that are just afraid to talk about it. Now you ask me, you don't have to ask me. I feel like walking up sometimes people and be like, I love Christ. Have a good day. Um, so the responsibility of sinners. Um, sinners receive redemption by believing that Christ died for their sins and was raised from the dead. Um, you can find this in John 1.12, 3.16, Acts 16, 31, Romans 116 through 17, 10, 9 through 14, and then Corinthians 15, 1 through 5. Believing is trusting and or relying upon Christ and not on self-works or anything else to be saved from sin. The faith that God requires to give salvation is the opposite of doing anything. It is depending on the Savior to do the work of the saving. So the New Testament mentions faith or believe as God's only requirement to be saved in more than 100 verses, such as those cited in the first sentence of this paragraph, regeneration gives new life. And remember, guys, I mean, I know I want to tell you guys, um, you know, it's not giving us a free pass to sin. He's just dying because we are sinners. You know, we need to work at that every single day, you know, and one of those things that God asked us to do other than accepting them to our heart and accepting, you know, building that relationship with Christ was to repent for our inevitable sins every single day. And like I said, we become better people every single day. The stronger relationship we have with Christ, it's like the moment you're about to do something that's wrong or the moment you do something wrong, you immediately like, ah, oh, I just messed up. Or you're about to do something wrong, and then you're like, okay, no, I almost messed up. And it's like people that almost curse, you know what I'm saying? Like, I curse more on my head than I do out of my mouth. Most of the time, it doesn't make it from my head out of my mouth because I stop myself before it leaves the lips. But the thing is, though, is that's part of that relationship with God is that, you know, you start to, to recognize things um, before you have to repent for them, but you still need to repent for them. And I've got no problem with people that curse. That's one thing that I, that are never, ever bother me. Um, I, you know, but I try not to curse because I don't want to upset those that can't curse, which is why you'll hardly ever, 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 ever hear me say anything like that on the show. And I also give pre-warnings in any clips that we play. So, um, when the sinners receive Christ as a savior by faith, God forgives all sins and he gives us in return eternal life. You can find this in Ephesians 1, 7 and, uh, you can find this uh, in uh, Colossians 1.13-14 and John 5.13. So the new life is spiritual and imparted by a regenerating ministry of the Holy Spirit. It is a new birth. So you die in this life and you become reborn the moment that you accept Christ into your heart. You become a new person and now you are alive to the blood of Christ, no longer through the blood of yourself. You are now an example of what Jesus should be. And once again, I've said before is that, you know, you should have such a great relationship with, with God, with Christ, that when you walk upon someone, you don't have to tell someone that you're a good person or that you're a Christian because talk is cheap, but by the fruits that you bear. So people should be able to look at you, see what you do, or not even the fruits that you bear. Sometimes they'll walk right up to you and be like, oh man, you just gotta, you know, they'll call it an energy and an aura of a really good person, you know? And you can just see that Jeff's one of those people you walk up to and you got no question. He's got a relationship with God. You know, I've met multiple people like that in my life and I hope that I come across that, you know, but the problem is, is we, we live within our own heads. So if anyone is going to ever recognize your fault other than God, it's you, Yes. you know? So we, we always see where we could be. We see where we are. We see the bad things we do, but other people don't, you know, so other people will look at you and just be like, man, you are a good person. Um, so when sinners receive Christ as a savior by faith, God forgives us and gives us eternal life. The new life is a spiritual and imparted by the regenerating ministry of the Holy spirit. And like I said, it's like God gives us new life. He's like a battery within us that, and it's a good battery. You know what I'm saying? It's that good, do things right. Feel good about doing good deeds. Those good deeds will not earn your way into heaven, but God certainly doesn't want you to be like, you can accept me as your, your savior. And then you know go off and do questionable things yeah. it doesn't work like that no. you know in the very least you ought to try to do good things or you know nothing at all sometimes is bad things we said that too is that you know what's worse than evil is the person that knows better and doesn't do anything about it so the eternal life is received by the grace through faith alone apart from the works of righteousness so a adi- additional benefit for the believers of christ many other blessings are received at salvation including being justified and declared righteous by faith you can find that in romans 3 21 through 26 and then 4 1 through 8 so being baptized by the holy spirit into the body of christ acts 1 4 through 5 and corinthians 12 13 being indwelt by the holy spirit john 14 16 through 17 and romans 8 9 through 11 being adopted as a son or daughter into the family of God. That's Ephesians one, three through five, and then being transformed from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God. So the part represent a repentance place. So, and this is the important thing is that we always must repent because, you know, you you come up to me as a Christian and tell me you're not a sinner. I just heard a sinner because you lied. And I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. that's a sin. (laughs) So, um, telling falsities thing is, is we're all sinners and we all need to repent. Um, Steve Cusick said earlier in the show, we need to repent every single day. And and that's true. Like I said, is whether it's a big thing or a small thing, you know, we're supposed to be righteous people. We still make mistakes, even if it's nothing that we've done, but something that we've thought because thought has power as well. So true repentance is also a conscious decision to trust Christ as savior, Um, a transfer of confidence from the self to the savior the free gift of God's grace is received. So Peter told those that who had crucified the Lord, that his resurrection and ascension into heaven proved he is both Lord and Christ. They were challenged to repent, to receive forgiveness. And this is Acts 2, 22 through 38. This meant to change their minds about Jesus being the Messiah, Christ. They did, and their change of mind is described as those who had received his words, and you can find that in Acts 2.41, their repentance was shown in believing the message. So Paul coupled repentance with faith as two parts of one message. So this is Acts 20:21. 20, and in Romans, he wrote that the gospel is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. And that's Romans 1:16. So then he stated that the kindness of God leads to repentance, and that's Romans 2:4. So after that. Paul described being justified by faith in Romans 3, 21 through 28. This sentence demonstrates that the belief is the crucial issue is being saved and that a change of mind and repentance is included in believing. So the mind is changed, transferring a person's trust from self to savior. Um, Future proof that um, repentance does not need to be a separate or distinct act from faith is the gospel of John. It is, the, it is the one New Testament book that was written to tell someone how to be saved. And you can find that one in John 20, 21. And the only requirement John gives is to believe. It's as simple as that. And like I said, is with that belief, with that true relationship, you automatically start becoming a better person and you become your own discipliner. You become your own punisher. Believe in Christ have a sincere and true relationship with them. And you'll automatically start to see your life change because you become more confident and it's not self confidence. It's not the confidence of the ego. It's the confidence of your father, because you now realize that everything that happens in your life is a direct result of that relationship with the father. Even before we knew God, even before we celebrated, even before we called ourselves followers of Christ, God was still working in our lives bringing us up to the moment that we are now. Some of us are just more stubborn than others, and it took us a little longer. But nonetheless, God will keep on working your life because he doesn't want you to fail. We're his children. He wants to see us all to be successful. So God, even in our worst times, is never going to walk away from us, especially when you've accepted him into your heart. He's going to be right there. He's going to be watching after you. You know, I heard someone say something about, you know, don't pray for them. They've got demons, like, you know, that kind of stuff. No. No. You want to pray for the ones with the demons. You want to pray for Mm -hmm. the ones that have drug problems. You want to pray for the ones that are selling their bodies on the street. Once again, how many times do you hear about Jesus in churches? I can remember one in particular flipping tables, whipping people with whips. Mm -hmm. Jesus was out in the crowd. Jesus was walking amongst the people that needed to hear what he had to say. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we need to be too. You know, don't, don't listen to people like, you don't. Why were you hanging out with that group of people? Because I'm a Christian. And they need to hear what i have to say you know um and that's the thing is we all need to be here for each other i will never walk away from someone only there's only one person that i've walked away from um and it was only because you know he was asking me if the second testament was real and he thought that it was written by masons and that jesus was just a distraction to keep us from following the old ways. And, you know, I I was, I was in this conversation for a couple of weeks, you know, just Mm -hmm. constantly giving him scripture and talking to Jeff and just trying to do the best thing. But it finally clicked in me that he wasn't trying to get the answers himself as much as he was trying to convince me that he was right. And then I think Jesus at that point asked me to walk away. So that was one of those things is before he started making me start questioning, because the devil works like that. I'll put people in your life and start doing everything they can to make you question your faith your relationship with God. You know, the Old Testament didn't die out, but the Old Testament also, like Off Kilter says, talked about Christ. The old they, they, Those two books fit together, and those are, the, those are what I went to. I would literally bring verses from the Old Testament and the New Testament saying, look, they were literally talking about Jesus in the Old Testament. So don't tell me that they wrote this in order to distract us, but like I said, ultimately, he wasn't trying to get the right answer. He wasn't seeking that wisdom and those answers. He was trying to, make me question my own faith. And sometimes, guys, it's in your own benefit to walk away. But if it's someone in need, you know, and even those that walk away and end up coming back at another point, open your arms, welcome them back in. Like I said, we've all stumbled at some point in our lives. Every single one of us has. And I'm thankful that there's people today that don't hold me accountable for the things that I've done in my past that see me for who I am today, who you are today, with that same respect, because I've, you know, I've seen it multiple times where some people will turn their back on them forever. And that's the thing guys is God does ask us to be forgiving and doesn't say to forget, but he does say to forgive. And that's one thing that it's probably one of the hardest things I think as a Christian is to forgive certain people and certain deeds, praying for your enemies, that kind of stuff. But there's a reason that God asks us to do these things because it's just as important because like I said, one day, some people just need to stumble a bunch, break a leg, break an arm, but one day they realize, okay, God is real. And it's, it happens that fast. It happened that fast in my life. And I'm sure it happened that fast in many of your others as well. So uh, finally we got uh, sanctification begins at salvation. So when an individual becomes a child of God by faith, a new nature is given. Then God begins transforming the life and producing good works. This is called progressive sanctification. So, Positional sanctification is also given at the new birth. The new believer is immediately set apart from God and his holiness and completely acceptable to God. So 1 Corinthians 130, 6 to eleven. and you can also find it in Ephesians 2 19. So for example, the Corinthians were called saints, um, 1 Corinthians 1 um, 2. Um, but they needed to correct their behavior as described in the remainder of the epistle. So ultimate sanctification refers to the complete perfection and holiness that the believer will experience in the presence of God when glorified. So you can find this in Romans 8 29 and 30, 829 through 30, 829-30, Ephesians 1 4 and Ephesians 5 27, um, and 1 John um, 3 1 through 3 and Jude 1 24, mentioned multiple times throughout scripture. So in the present, the believer is is to put away sin and practice righteousness, becoming sanctified. This is Romans 6, 1 through 22. So God's plan and will is that good works be done by every believer. Um, The indwelling Holy Spirit provides supernatural power to produce the character qualities of Christ and to do good deeds that honor God. And that's one thing that we find that we naturally do. We accept God into our hearts. when We accept Christ into our hearts specifically. um, We start, we know that we're never going to be Christ, but we try to be Christ-like. And, you know, I've had people like, oh man, that's kind of arrogant. It's like, no, like who, you know, I see people out there striving to be Barry Sanders or striving to be Tiger Woods. And you don't find that to be an arrogant statement. So why wouldn't, A Christian naturally want to strive to be the greatest thing this world's ever produced, the only righteous thing that ever walked this earth like Christ. So sanctification or becoming more like Christ is to continue throughout life. So that's is Romans 8, 28 through 30. Um, However, the lives of many biblical characters as well as many biblical passages show clearly that sanctification in the life and of the believer may take place rapidly or slowly include a great amount of sin and failure. And we've discussed this multiple times, last night we discussed it even, is that there's no better teacher than failing. There's no better teacher than losing. When you win, what do you have to learn? You know, maybe humility, you know, if, if, but you already have to be a good person in order to even think about learning that lesson. But failure teaches us over and over and over again. It, become, it makes us wiser. It gives us more knowledge, allows us to understand how to overcome the mountain that was put in front of us. Um, yeah, exactly. M. S. N. Lyre <laughs> says, failure is a baseball player's best friend. Exactly. It's like you get hit enough with a baseball, you learn how to catch it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, failure is a great teacher. And uh, I've never been one, you know, because you do get bummed out, but being bummed out, is like, okay, what can I do to better myself? Um, pain. Thank you, Off-Kilter. Pain is a great teacher. These are the things that allow you, it's those little lessons because you don't want to endure these things again. You don't like the way they feel. So you learn how to be better. You know, so we should embrace those times that we feel. Um, You know, I go back to, you know, you know, I like to go to Yoda every now and then too. Um, try, try not, do or do not. There is no try. See, here's the thing. Um, When you say try, the word try itself is a word of doubt. God doesn't want you to try. He just wants you to make initiative. If you can't do it, you realize at that moment you can't do it. But if you don't try or you don't make that effort, you'll never know what you can or cannot complete. And like I said, is by attempting something and then realizing you're not capable of doing it, it allows you to discover how one day you may be capable of doing it. Obviously, um, I'm not going to try to lift a 400 pound rock because i know on my mind that i can't do it or can i because god says if you have the face of a mustard seed, you can move mountains you know so maybe that was a bad example (laughs) um maybe i should give it a shot see here i am there we go i just i just learned a lesson too from failure maybe i can lift a 400 pound (laughs) rock i'll let you know if that happens guys or you'll know why i am missing from two weeks of shows (laughs) (laughs) so the lordship of christ and the believer so since god is the all-powerful creator and you can find us in genesis 1 1 all the way to the very beginning and a completely sovereign and since jesus christ is declared to be the head of the church which is his body um believers who are subjects in the kingdom of god and the members of the body of christ owe him allegiance and submission to his authority and direction A decision to make Christ Lord in life may happen at the time of receiving him as a Savior, but it may also occur later. This is a process and a walk that continues throughout the life of every single believer and every single Christian. And if there's any Christian out there that says they have all the answers, that they are the authority, once again, you're talking to the wrong person. Those people, um, because a true Christian will admit that they are wrong, that they do have faults and you know what i'm saying and, and and they will listen and have a conversation rather than be in the end all be all which we see a lot of matter of fact that's what chased me away from becoming a follower of christ for so long wasn't christ wasn't god it was some of those indignant christians that thought that they had all the answers and then off kilter says humility exactly humility is so important so honest christians cannot claim that jesus christ is lord of every area of their lives at any one point We just have to make effort to be those people, to make sure that we recognize God in our lives and everything that we do, that he walks with us, he walks within us, he lives in our heart. So in the name Lord Jesus Christ, the word Lord emphasizes his deity. The name Jesus is the human name that's given because he is the Savior. You can find that in Matthew one twenty-one, And the title Christ is the Messiah, the anointed one, John one forty-one chosen to be the exclusive savior, and that's Acts 4, 4.12. So the commandment, or the commands to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, to confess him as Lord, and to call him on the name of the Lord, all refer to believing in his deity that he is God. Lordship in life is the work that God begins to affect when a person is saved and a new life has begun. This work continues throughout the life of every believer. And we have to remember that. It's never an easy thing. Some days are better than others. Some days are more difficult than others. Some of the most righteous people on this earth that I know sometimes have a lapse in faith. Sometimes, but that they end up strengthening their faith through that lack of faith during that, that time. Once again, it's an effort. Because the devil, That we said it before, the, the closer you become to Christ, the more you um, integrate them into your life and everything you do the more the devil comes after you over and over and over again putting stumbling blocks in your way he doesn't want you to have that salvation he doesn't want you because the closer you get to god more likely you're going to be one of those people that's out there trying to help other people find that same thing in their life and the devil can't afford that right now and we're seeing that becoming more and more apparent every single day especially in your own lives because I hear testimonies every day of how the devil is trying to intervene in every one of your lives at some point. Great thing is, is that God has us and he doesn't have devil doesn't attack us all at one time. So as the devil's attacking one, guess what? We step up and we help that other person. We show him that love. We lift them back up. We give them that hug and that that little friendly reminder. Christ is with you. So the believer can have assurance of salvation. Assurance of salvation is possible by knowing what the word of God gives as the requirement for salvation and knowing that the requirement has been met. So it is stated above that the faith in Jesus Christ as savior is the only requirement to be saved. Remember once again, what's the requirement to believe. So John 3 36 declares that the believer has eternal life. John 5 24 states that the believer has eternal life will not come into judgment and has passed out of death into life. This present tense verb mean that eternal life is a present possession of the believer. So the Apostle Paul instructed um, the Philippian jailer to believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. This is Acts 16.31. The Apostle John explained that eternal life is a gift from God as his given son for those who have the life, the son, or excuse me, the son that have the life, and that those who believe in the name of the Son of God can know that they have eternal life. And this is 1 John's 5.13. Thus knowing that God's requirement is to believe that faith is sufficient and that faith has been placed in Christ gives assurance that salvation is real and possessed. So the believer, salvation, eternally secure. So eternal life is declared to be present possession of the believer of Christ as the Savior. And since eternity is forever, the life possessed is not temporary, it is permanent. Eternal life has begun and there will be no end to it. So Jesus stated that those who give him eternal or that who gives eternal life will never perish because he holds them in his hands and they are securely in the father's hands also. So none is able to snatch them out of their hands. This is John 10, or 27 through 30. This promise assures that believers do, in fact, have eternal security, and that security is God. God is our, like, our secret service, always watching us, always protecting us. You put your life into his hands, he will protect you with his hands. So Romans 8 begins with the affirmation that there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, placed there by spirit baptism um, at the instant of salvation. The chapter ends with the assurance that nothing can separate believers from the love of God. This truth also assures that believers are eternally secure. Salvation is a present, permanent possession of every believer of Christ. Sorry about that, guys. I had to come through. So, anyways. That's going to end uh, our topic for this evening. We're actually like dead on time. It's eleven fifty. How awesome is that? <laughs> yes. um, but, you know, right now, like I said, is I kind of wanted to go over that because we talk about salvation all the time um, and, and all of us here know what salvation is. But, you know, you got to stop and think about this sometimes. Um, we are fortunate enough. We've studied Christ. We've studied Scripture. We've developed that relation with Christ, and we're developing it more and more every single day. Like I said, it's a constant journey that we're going to be dealing with for the rest of our lives as believers. But we can't forget that there are people out there that have either been skeptical of coming over and and doing a little research and reading Scripture and those that don't seek it whatsoever. So, you know, Off-Kilter says, never stop learning and seeking. It's a constant mission. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but way back when we first started Kilted Christian, I had an episode where I mentioned the one word. I mean, there's multiple words, but probably my least favorite word in this word world, and that is master. Because when you say that you've mastered something, you've stagnated. There's no more potential of growth. You will never master the 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 verses. You will never master the Bible. And the moment that you think you have, you are no longer able to learn because you have convinced yourself that you have all the knowledge that you need. And the thing is though, it's a living word. You constantly read and you read something else and you learn something else. You get more wisdom to understand God gives you the sermon to understand something a different way than you did before. It's the living word. And we have to remember that there are a lot of people out there that don't know anything about the living word. So they wouldn't even know what salvation is other than a dog drooling because it's about to be fed and you know, food in his bowl um you know so we have to remember and and you know as jeff has said before many times speak simply you know you don't have to 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 spout these verses off and and you know because some of these things are really hard to understand especially for someone that's never ventured in the reading scripture speak simply speak with love speak without judgment and just explain to these people And that's why i like doing these shows right here Also for the people that have never experienced this, have never read scripture, that have never ventured into understanding who Jesus is. Because one day, one day, the right person may send this link over to someone and they happen to listen to the show. And it may, I may have done a topic or God may have had me do the topic, not for anyone who's in this chat right now, but for just one person that ends up changing their life. And that's the beautiful thing. And it's the same thing with all of you out here is you don't know. Um, what you're going to do on any given day. You don't know what beautiful, simple words or a show of your love for Christ or talking about salvation or anything like that is going to inspire that one person in order to start looking into it. Because everything that we do all begins with questions. Everything. You know so one day they may be interested in the conversation they may be interested in a tweet you put up it may be interested in the words that you said to them in a convenience store which is encourages them to go in start asking questions and looking further into it and it's you know we sometimes we make you know being christians and spreading that gospel more complicated than it is when it can be as simple as just simple words that inspires someone makes them smile and has them set out to -hmm. look for them and find the same thing that we have in our hearts so um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I, I always love talking about this. And I just realized, like, I don't think we've ever really done a show on salvation. And I kind of wanted to be a little bit of lead up, especially knowing that Jeff's going to be coming back with us full time here soon enough. Definitely on Brothers in a Bible, Saturdays and Sundays. Um, So and he's going to be talking about this a lot. A Mm -hmm. whole lot, because our time is short.
2: Get yourselves ready. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. But in the meantime, it's 12.03, guys. So as normal, we're going to end with prayer. So if everybody would please bow their heads, we'll get into a little spiritual warfare. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another beautiful day. Lord, We know things are going to get more chaotic, but living in a relationship with you, living this life, following that narrow path that you set us on, the chaos becomes a little bit more tolerable. We don't feel the stress. We don't feel the panic, dear Lord. We just are more anxious than anything because, you know, part of it is excitement, you know, hopefully soon.